Science AF. 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 Science as fuck. Welcome to Science AF. I'm your host, Dave Chacho, and I'm Science as fuck. Today, we're doing another oneer. It's just me, and I'm going to go through the news. Next week, we'll be back with my co-host, Jesse Klein, and a very special guest. And we're planning to do uh, to talk about uh, vaccines and autism and the non-connection that does not exist between them but we'll get into it next week in short vaccinate your kids for now let's talk about the news first of all this was kind of big this week you might have seen it israeli scientists are calling their shot they have told the jerusalem post that they are going to cure cancer this year that's what they're claiming. Uh, of course, in science, we don't really do that because they don't have a cure yet. They have not tested anything. There are no peer-reviewed trials. So they're just saying they're super confident they're going to do the thing everyone's been trying to do for hundreds of years. Let's hope they're right. From what I can gather, they're working with peptides and uh, targeting cancer cells with peptides that are attached to a strong toxin. And what they think they're going to do, uh, current treatments go after cancerous cells, but then the cancer starts to mutate and the treatments are no longer targeted to the mutated cancer. And that's how things tend to fail. What they say they're going to do is target target three times as many cancer receptors so the cancer will have much less chance of getting away and mutating good luck boys and girls let's hope you succeed but just saying you're going to in a year doesn't get you much china landed on the moon last week they put a lander down it's been the first one for them ever and the first lander on the moon for quite a while. They also put a moon satellite into orbit to communicate with the lander. They tried to put three moon satellites into orbit, but two of them didn't make it. I think one blew up on liftoff. I'm not sure. Uh, one exploded shortly after liftoff. That was in 2017. Um, I don't know what happened to the other one, but one of the one of the Chinese moon orbiters is in orbit and it's talking to their little car that they put on the far side of the moon. They also made headlines last week when they germinated seeds for the first time on the moon. That doesn't mean they planted them into the dusty moon surface and poured water on them and packed them in Matt Damon's poop. But what they did do was have some seeds germinate inside a little, uh, in a little biosphere, which they had yeast, potato, cotton, rapeseed, and Arabidopsis seeds, and some of them germinated. But that life was immediately snuffed out by the brutal moon night, where it gets 
minus 310 degrees uh, below zero Fahrenheit. Uh, so those sprouts had a short and storied life. There's also fruit fly eggs on this uh, lander. Maybe they'll hatch some eggs and we'll get to see some very confused, short-lived fruit flies on the moon. Closer to home, engineers have figured out how to read brain signals and turn them into speech. That's a big deal. I mean, we've had these different brain reading technologies happening over the past few years. I've seen where they can, you know, sort of take pictures of your dreams uh, based on your brain signals. They can sort of see the images that your brains are presenting to yourself, which is pretty cool. It's still a very young technology, but now they're able to translate word signals into speech. Um, what this is right now uh, at Columbia University, the brain hears speech with the, the technology called ears, and what their neuroengineers have been able to do is read the brain signals that are listening to a, some speech. So say you got some headphones on and you're listening to somebody talk, and then the computer thingy that they're shooting at your brain can figure out what words you're listening to based on your brain signals. If they use it on you right now, they could decode the sound of my voice because I'm in your head. That's pretty cool. Hopefully in the future, it might help people who have trouble speaking for whatever reason or trouble hearing possibly be able to speak or hear. It might even help people that are in comas or something. Shout out to us because there is evidence that people in certain coma states can actually still hear and think. They just can't wake up or communicate with the outside world. I know it's horrible to think about. Maybe this will help. On the lighter side, maybe we'll all be able to speak directly to each other with our minds and not have to waste all this energy flapping these big silly lips. Won't that be peaceful? New advances in Alzheimer's are coming. And it's going to make you want to go brush your teeth right this second because, well, Alzheimer's researchers uh, in the past have thought that the disease was due to some the buildup of uh, some proteins, uh, amyloids and tau proteins in the brain, which build up and they form these plaques or these like sticky, filmy things in the brain. They always thought that those proteins are causing Alzheimer's, but now they're thinking it might be a bacteria that's causing Alzheimer's and these plaques are trying to stop it. So uh, the plaques themselves are not what's causing the disease and tar trying to target the plaque with drugs does not help. Let's see, the, the failure rate of drug development for Alzheimer's is 99%, all but one, I guess, uh, out of 100 treatments fail. Um, so now what they're saying is they think a bacteria linked to gingivitis, the gum disease, which starts in your mouth but can get into your bloodstream if your gums start to deteriorate. I say again, stock up on mouthwash and toothpaste because you don't want this to happen. When your gums go away, the bacteria, the gingivitis bacteria, can get into your bloodstream 
and accumulate in your brain. And they think now that it's the gingivitis really building up over years and years. And when you get old and you have a lot of gingivitis bacteria in your brain, it starts to kill off neurons and you forget a lot of things. And what are we if not our brains? So when they deteriorate, so go we. It's not pleasant. Hopefully this new research pointing to the gingivitis rather than the plaque will help them figure out how to kill this disease before I get it. And you as well. There's a new form of temporary birth control out there for people with testicles. Uh, they're, uh, this, um, this is from the American Chemical Society. There's a new chemical cocktail, they're calling it, that they are testing on mice right now that can prevent fertility in the male. So what they do is they basically, they're blocking up the vas deferens, the little tubes that the spermies swim out, and with a little cocktail of, of, of uh, a, a few different chemicals that are sort of waxy and they solidify in there and they just block it like a cork in your balls. And then it stays for a few weeks and it naturally works its way out after a certain number of loads, I suppose. But uh, it's also temporary. If you change your mind after two days, what they said is they could just shine ultraviolet light on the testes and it melts the cocktail of waxy chemicals and they all shoot out during the next fun times. So, um, yeah, looking forward to the simple, spontaneous task of going to the, a doctor to have a chemical injected into my balls instead of that annoying condom. And once again, science has figured out comedy at the AAAI conference on artificial intelligence. I don't know why they need all those damn A's. Researchers revealed a study of the onion headlines trying to teach AI basically what is satire and why is it so damn humorous. Seems like a difficult task considering many humans don't get satire. So let's teach it to Siri, I guess. They did a lot of data about flipping words around and ex expectations of the words in the headlines. So you have to know what the expectation is of a headline and then flip a word to make the headline the opposite of that expectation. So look forward to Alexa being able to get your terrible dad jokes in the near future. Because science, the Hubble Space Telescope is still doing cool shit. Been up there since 1990, is that right? The Hubble has been going since 1990, it's still going. It just took a picture and revealed a, saddle, uh, uh, revealed a galaxy 
that was hiding behind some other stars in our Milky Way, but it's not that far off. It's 30 million light years away. Just a quick train ride on a light speed train. And it's a tiny little dwarf galaxy hiding over by itself with no other galaxies around it. And they're saying uh, it's almost as old as the universe. So they'll probably study that and learn something neat. And in Antarctica news, although you may be sad that Antarctica is falling apart and your beachfront property is probably going to be underwater next year, there is some good news from Antarctica, and that is they've discovered a new dinosaur that lived on Antarctica. It was the size of an iguana, and they're calling it the Antarctic King. An Arcos, Archosaur, Arcosaur, that ate amphibians and bugs um, was around about two million years ago when Antarctica was not covered in ice, just like it won't be next year. Finally, some a discovery in a Russian cave uh, called Denisovia Cave has uh, helped put together a timeline for the mysterious Denisovi- Denisovans. Denisovans are prehistoric humans, and they're not Neanderthals, and they're not Homo e, Homo us Homo 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 sapiens sapiens, which we are. They are a third thing, and they probably interbred with humans because they were around these this cave in Russia from about 300,000 to about 50,000 years ago. And they think uh, Neanderthals and the Denisovans interbred, and probably some humans were getting in on that shit, and we probably have some... DNA from all of them in us today, although we know very little about the Denisovans, except that uh, they're Russian, apparently. And that's the science news. I'm your host, Dave Chacho. This is Science AF. Follow us at Science AF Pod on Twitter. Visit our website, scienceafpod.com. All of these stories will be posted there or on our Facebook page. Also at Science AF Pod. You can find me at Dave Chacho. You can follow my co host Jesse Klein at Jess Klein One. Next week we'll be back with a full episode with two hosts, not just one boring dude, slightly high, droning on and on. And we'll have a guest too. Please listen to us then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Science AF. 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 Science as fuck.